Hi, Jess. How are you going? I'm <laughs> good. Great. Um, <laughs> You're listening to the JJ segment. Follow my journey and let's talk FND. I, um, yeah, I've got an issue with my back at the moment. Um, That's not I think good. Like, no. No. It, it sucks. Um, I think, yeah, just the tremors, Estonia. And then, like, the seizures that I've had this whole, like, year up until April. Um, just giving me a bit of a bad back. <laughs> um, I've had issues with it in the past, especially, like, in high school. It was really bad. I don't know whether it came from an injury or not because I did play a lot of high-contact sports and stuff. But, um, yeah, I woke up one morning this week. I think it was, like, on Saturday. Um, and, yeah, it was just, like, really bad. It was, like, my lower back had been put out. And so, yeah, I've just been trying to move it, gently stretch it. And yeah, it's been a bit of a pain in the bum when struggling to sleep and stuff. But other than that, not too bad. It's just annoying. Yeah. Might need to go to physio or um, something like that, you know? Yeah. I was thinking of just a chiropractor um, or like a remedial massage therapist or something. But I'll book myself in, see how I go. I just need like realignment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Or even um, just the gentle movement, gentle walking, as you were saying before, before like the um, technical issues happened uh, <laughs> with recording. Um, but yes, walking is really good if you can walk, especially with FND, you know, or just, yeah. yeah. For a short walk um, on the weekend, we just took the dog out and by the end of it, I was struggling. And it, that's usually what happens. Like my, my legs, it's like I'm walking through like, sand mm-hmm. it's really hard to like lift my legs <laughs> um yeah. and I know I've like put the walking stick aside but I feel like sometimes I'm like did I do that a bit too early <laughs> like I feel like mm, maybe I need it still on some days um which is fine because like it's so up and down mm-hmm. and like that's not going to make me think that I've like taken a step back or whatever because I know FND is just a bloody roller coaster you just don't know what's coming next um but yeah other than that like I've been okay I've just um yeah in a lot of pain lately which is just it gets you down mentally but yeah well I was just thinking that um you know in regards to F&D you're quite right it is a roller coaster um and in a way uh just have your aids on standby because you just don't know. Yeah, that's it. I've actually got my walking stick just resting up against the front door mm. in case I need it, feel like I need it um, going out anywhere or whatever. Yeah. I'll just take it. But, um, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I was doing, like, pretty well. And, yeah, yeah now I'm kind of not. <laughs> but that's okay. Like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. With F&D, you get your highs? And then yeah, that's it. Your, and then you get your mm, Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately with pain, it's like F&D and pain go hand in hand as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I already had chronic pain before all of this. Um, so that it's sort of interesting to me because it's like what's F&D and what's just my chronic pain sort of thing. Like, But I know like where my chronic pain is based because it's very around my legs and around my abdomen from, you know, dealing with my endometriosis. Um, 
and now it's like it's in my back, it's in my neck, it's in my shoulders, it's <laughs> in my head. <laughs> like I've got like this constant headache. Um, so yeah, it's that I think that's very FND, but and then you, you know, the chronic nerve pain. Mm-hmm. I got this stuff, mum got me this stuff. Um, apparently you can only really get it from like naturopaths and stuff, but it's called jungle bar. Oh, and apparently it's really, really good for nerve pain. So I might, I might like, I'll trial it out because mom only just brought it this morning. Um, and if it helps with my nerve pain, I'll put it a post on Instagram about it so people can know about it. Um, but yeah, it's like this oil and mm-hmm. you just apparently rub it on like the affected area yeah. and apparently it works. So mm. I'll give it a go. I think it's only temporary. Like I think it's like a, a day-to-day thing just to like yes. ease it. Yeah. But I'll see how I go and I'll <laughs> get back to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, at this point I'll be rubbing it over my whole body, but <laughs> just with the, the back being now, put out, it's touching all the nerves and stuff. But now, Alec, I know this is really uncalled for and it's not something that we usually do, but can you do it for me? Put it all over. <laughs> Whole body massage, please. <laughs> oh, he was rubbing Voltaren in my back when it was really bad the first day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he could feel how tired it was and all the knots and stuff. And um, so he was trying to like just, you know, rub them out. And it was that painful and that sensitive that like the slightest touch was really, really, really painful. Mm. And when he went deeper, it felt like a hot poker. And I literally was like sobbing. Aww. It got to the point where it was just unbearable. And I think it's because like it's not even it's a really hard like pain to describe because it's so deep in in you. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's almost as if like because it's like centered around your spine, you're like protective over it already because that's your central nervous system, really. Like um it is. Yeah. And yeah, so like it just feels really strange. Like all your nerves are going crazy and it was awful. It was so awful. It's um a kind of pain. It's not a it is. It's not a usual type of pain that you no. experience. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> not at all. Kind of pain. Um, you might want to talk about it with your GP. Like um the ner- the pain that I experience is quite intense. Um, did I tell you about the chili? No. Okay. I was I was cooking one day. Oh, in your eye? Yeah. The red chili. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. And you're like, this is supposed to hurt, but it's not or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to recap for everybody, um, I was cutting up chili, red chili. Mm-hmm. And a part of the chi- the the juice went in my eye. <laughs> the, the, the chronic pain eye. And I was waiting for it to like burn. Because mm. I'm in so much pain all the time it didn't burn yeah <laughs> my body reacted weird that. but i was just like oh <laughs> i'm superwoman <laughs> i am resistant to the capsicum <laughs> i mean i didn't quite go okay i'll just get another chili and go oh in my eye and see yeah <laughs> <laughs> like oh i got i know what you mean though it's really yeah it's so weird. I think I said this anyway um, yeah. when we were talking about it first, but it's like you can't, sometimes your brain can't differentiate almost. Mm. Like when you experience, like when you have chronic pain and then, because I remember burning myself 
when I like my endo, like my endo pain was flaring up. And I was like, I can't feel the burn because the other pain is like too, like it's like overriding it because it, it was worse than the burn. Yeah. So it was like, I've burnt myself and it should hurt, but it's not. <laughs> so it's sort of the same thing, like with your chili eye. <laughs> like you just, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So um, the neurologist that I'm seeing, he's like the normal meds that we take for pain. It's not going to touch this, what's dealing with the nerves yeah. that I've got. Um, so I'm on different medications for it, but mm-hmm. now we're resorting to Botox to actually the one last thing mm-hmm. to actually help. But the thing yeah. is, um, it's so expensive that yeah. I can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were going to put Botox in my vagina when I was under with my mm-hmm. um, laparoscopy, mm-hmm. but I said no, cause I didn't want, I didn't want it. I, um, yeah. I was like, I don't want Botox in my vagina. That's weird. <laughs> well, Deb has it in her bladder. So Yeah, no, apparently it's great. Like apparently it really, really helped. But it's just weird. But, I was like, oh. Mm. Yeah, it's just a bit like, I don't know. It just, it felt strange to me. And I was like, they were doing it because I had, um, was having really trouble, trouble with like painful sex and stuff. And yeah. they like, this really, really helps. And I was like, I just, well, I don't know. I'd rather just go to my pelvic floor physio. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I, it's kind of like botulism in your sex bits. Vagism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but- <laughs> That's a great ad right there. So, so appealing. Botulism. V- vag. It's so potent. <laughs> I'm one of those people though oh, that I don't take I don't take Panadol I don't mm-hmm. take codeine I don't take you know because none of them scratch the surface to my pain a lot of the time I remember being on Endone yeah. um after my surgery I think I'm resistant to pain medication not because I've taken it that much that I'm like no longer affected by it because I don't take it a lot I don't take it at all mm-hmm. but for some reason it just Maybe my metabolism processes it really fast and it's just like doesn't work. I don't know, but um even endone, which is a very known strong painkiller. Yeah. I just I would rather not take it. I'd rather deal with the pain. Yes. Than like have like a degree of the pain taken off. You know what I mean? Like because it's like I'm putting you know shit in my body that I don't want to be in there anyway. A thought just came to my mind. Have you thought about a TENS machine? Mm, yeah, that was suggested to me by um, my osteopath and my pelvic floor physio. Mm, um, back as well, because people use it for, mm, as well, labour. I mean, yes. that's pretty intense pain right there. Yeah. <laughs> You're being torn apart. I mean. You can only imagine, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, but even, like, my psychologist told me, um, they found they did a study and apparently taking prolonged pain medication for chronic pain makes chronic pain worse. So like (laughs) that's another reason why it's like, why would I, you know, want to eventually just have worse pain in the future? Um, And then obviously like long-term ibuprofen is not good on your stomach. 
There's no. a lot of side effects to taking pain medication for extended periods of time. I'm not trying to talk anyone out of doing it. Like do what you want. It's your body. But mm-hmm. me personally, I've never seen the point. I think it was, I think it stems from me being like, you know, 12 years old on my period trying to take Panadol because that's what my doctor told me to do. Yes. And it doing nothing. And so I just like grew like this pretty much mistrust of, around pain medication. It doesn't even work. Why would I take it? Like, so I just don't. <laughs> You've got to do what's right for you, basically, yeah. in the long term. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's basically yeah. what you've got to do, really. Research, research, research. Find what's sure. right for you. Go to your yes. GP. Your neurologist will also have ideas as well. And if it worst comes to worst, pain specialists, they're there. Mm. Um, they're available. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, and they're really, really good. Hmm. Um, cause like I did that, even that chronic pain course that I did, yes. um, I think it's only for Australians, but I'm sure there's other ones for other countries, but mm-hmm. it was insane. Like it was so good and it really, really helped me like, I guess, change my perspective about pain and about chronic pain, especially, mm-hmm. and about how to live with it. Um, and to just like that whole don't do 0%, but also don't do 100%. And so find that ha- like happy median and go with that. Um, but yeah, it was so good. And I recommend it to anyone, but it's like six weeks. You do actually have to pretty much do like a mini school course <laughs> almost. Like you got to take notes, yeah. you got to yeah. read through. And yeah. But well, get the most good. out of it. That's the, that's mm. the good part. There you go. Mm. You don't yeah, it's definitely like, worth it. You don't, you don't want to just, you know, sign up for a course and just go, eh, well, yeah. especially with FND and just go, okay, I forgot about it already. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know. Yeah. I'm, my short-term memory with FND is really bad, but my long-term memory is still okay, which I'm glad because <laughs> I did that pain course a while ago a couple of years ago so I still kind of remember like everything but don't ask me what I had for dinner like two days ago because I can't tell you (laughs) mine's a mixed bag of lollies there's a reason why though I can't uh, I can't self-medicate with a Webster pack because I go hang on what time is it already what day is it again oh my (laughs) god this is too hard (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I just can't. Addy, <laughs> help me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yes. That's fair, though. Yeah. You've got to find, like, what works for you. Ah, Well, anywho's, on to another subject here. I'm just going to read a comment here. Mm-hmm. Rare Rosette. I hope I didn't muck up your name. I'm really sorry, but. I um, read it as Briar. I'm just saying. Briar. <laughs> Briar Rosette, Briar Rosette, I'm really sorry, but I, I, I think we got it right somehow. She says, the past couple of days I've been listening to various JJ um, segment episodes and am feeling so inspired to find a psychologist that knows about F&D. Thank you, Odette and Functionally Jess for these super informative episodes and helping to destigmatize the condition. So mm. that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And I love her. She's really, really awesome. Um, sorry, I just had a mental <laughs> You know how you're about to say a sentence and then you say part of it and it just goes away? 
That's what happened. We are actually providing you with examples of it. <laughs> oh dear, Br- we're really sorry because, like, this is uh, this is what actually happens because we, we and I'm, I'm sure that you understand as well because we're also like this. <laughs> we yeah. are. Um, but yes, uh, memory. But yeah. Wise, yes. Memory wise, yeah. But yeah, so um, Briar Rosette. Uh, yeah. Is her name Laura? I want to say Laura. Let's look her up. <laughs> Laura, yes, it, she is. Yes, good. Yes. Go my memory. Um, <laughs> yeah. She recently had jaw surgery. Um, and so I was really interested in following her journey just with her recovery mm-hmm. and her healing. Um, so, yeah, it's so good. And I'm really... Really, really happy for her. She's got amazing photography too. I really, yeah, really like her photography. I'm right always now. liking, <laughs> always liking her photography every time it comes up because it's just so beautiful. It is gorgeous. Absolutely yeah, gorgeous. I love the flowers. Yeah, no, me I'm too. Just looking at it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, her putting that comment there was really, really nice. It um really validated, you know, me. I mm-hmm. guess, and like my, because I was quite worried about the response that we were going to get about. Oh, you know, I think we we were we were both kind of shitting. Yeah, bricks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah, like it, people are agreeing. They're like, yeah, like that sounds yeah. And it, mm-hmm. I'm really I'm happy because it means that like these people that are agreeing can actually see progress if they are up for it you know like um and if they can find a psychologist that's really really you know knowledgeable about fnd Mm -hmm. because i got lucky there i got so lucky (laughs) like i'm counting my lucky stars (laughs) like yeah um but yeah just having that support as well because talking about this it's um it's hard, especially coming from someone that was super, um, what's the word? Not like suspicious, but like I was hesitant about what exactly my, my psychologist was trying to tell me. I was like, mm. I think everybody is. When you come from yeah. that point of view um and everyone's saying look it's not all in my head and we're all so defensive you know and yeah the history of course you're going to go through that phase of course sure you like that yes yeah yeah Yeah. and I'm so glad that I did because I can see like the change I guess that I've had as a person Mm -hmm. um and like it's yeah it's opened up like my my eyes to um to more I guess possibilities and it just it just makes total sense because I'm thinking about like me having a seizure at work it wasn't my first seizure but it was my first big seizure mm-hmm. and you know I couldn't work anymore I went on medical suspension and then I was on medical spen- suspension for ages and they were looking at my heart because they thought there was something wrong with my heart yeah <laughs> I'm like I had a seizure why are you looking at my heart are you dildos but <laughs> Wrong area. <laughs> you absolute idiots. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we'll put that aside. <laughs> um, and then I 
we couldn't find anything. It, I got my um, suspected POTS and then I wanted a second opinion because the cardiologist that suspected POTS wanted to put a little monitor under my skin above my heart and I was like, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> I don't want to dismember my body. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. No. <laughs> yeah, it just it sounded yeah. weird. I was like, mm. I, that sounds like mutilation to me. I don't like that. <laughs> Um, so I, I really do love your commentary and like the whole process. Just say, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then because I wanted a second opinion, I had to wait a couple more months to see another cardiologist. And while I was waiting, I was like, I'm fine. I'm doing okay. Let me go back to work because this sucks. I don't want to do anything. And so they let me come back to work. And then unfortunately I didn't last very long um, and I kept having drop attacks, but I didn't know what they were. Mm -hmm. And like I have had vasovagal since I was a teenager um, and this was very, very different. And so So I just want to put it out there, vasovagal isn't anything. It's just a fancy word for fainting. Fainting, yeah. You've been dropping (laughs) for a very long time. I've been dropping these tracks for... Since <laughs> I was a little, a little girl. <laughs> yeah, I've been fainting for a really long time, and I think that's um, my orthostatic, uh, my dysautonomia, so my mm. orthostatic intolerance, um, for sure. Like, because that's something you're born with. Um, so there's obviously there's a multitude of things going on. My heart is reacting to, you know, the blood flow that it's trying to pump. <laughs> But it can't because my autonomic system is not functioning properly. Um, and so that's why I was getting tachycardia. That's why I was 160 beats per minute. Um, mm-hmm. And it was fluctuating and going all crazy. But yeah, so, but I was having these drop attacks and I was back at work, but I was having them in the morning, getting ready for work. Yes. And I'd have to ring work and be like, I've just passed out on the floor. I wasn't really losing consciousness, but it was, you know, it was verge of seizure. So you, I was very like not there. Um, and then I would get tremors on the floor. And I was like, what is happening to me? Like I had no idea what was going on. And like I didn't know. And I was so stressed and I was so anxious. And, you know, I just bought my first car and that was a really stressful experience because I had to drive four hours away to go get it and the car salesman was an absolute bastard he was so so mean to us and he tried to like swindle us and it was just it was awful and it should not have been my first buying a car experience it made it like really not a happy memory (laughs) and it was all because of this one guy and me and Alec literally had to like argue with him to the point of Alec like was getting really heated. I was on the verge of tears because I hate confrontation. <laughs> um, and uh, back then, cool. no. yeah, it was not cool. It was, no. he was trying to, because I was trading my car in. It was an old Subaru. I wanted 500 bucks for it. That's all, 500 bucks. And it, he was trying to claim that I hadn't said that, that I wasn't trading it in. And he was wanting me to just leave with both the cars and us drive separate cars. And it was like, no, the whole reason why I drove this car here 
is because I was trading it in and we were going to drive our new car home together. Yeah. <laughs> and he, um, yeah, he was extremely rude, absolutely awful, not a nice person. And, yeah, it was um, not a nice experience. And I think, like, that stress in itself, that confrontation had a huge major effect to what was happening like my seizures and um because I wasn't dealing with it I was putting up the defense it was extremely like even talking about it now like I want to say it was like traumatic like the you. confrontation that we had yeah it's like I'm getting a bit back I can actually see it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know and I can feel it like oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know yeah it's um it is actually like this is so this is my anxiety response to the emotion that I'm feeling mm. so I'm I've got an emotion and it's um I want to say it's anger towards that man yeah. and because I'm feeling really uncomfortable with that emotion I'm feeling uncomfortable right here yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I'm I'm getting anxiety yeah and so instead so, so you get anxiety and you feel really uncomfortable and so you go to a defense so you don't have to feel it anymore and that's what I was doing but that's the wrong thing to do it's not healthy and that's what can lead you into another seizure it can lead you to have a drop attack anything or it can at least exacerbate them so you don't want to do that <laughs> and that's what I'm trying not to do and that's all the work that I've been doing with my psychologist but um so yeah it was an awful experience and that was really, I think, like the tipping point for mm. me. Yeah. Um, and it was because it was just, it was even stressful just having to buy your first car, let alone <laughs> that little confrontation that we had as well. Um, so that definitely just was the last straw on the camel's yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, that broke the camel's back. So <clears throat> I wasn't, I didn't know what was going on. And I think now, like looking back now that I have the perspective that I do of like the emotional response. And I mean, they've done that study. I just posted on Instagram about the study that they did, which is that the amygdala and other emotional parts of your brain inhibit the motor parts of your brain. That was an um, amazing post. Oh, I actually put it up on my um, story as well because I was like, I stand mm. with Jess. That was amazing. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm very supportive of you. I just... <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. But, um, I was like, I stand with Jess. <laughs> Look at her post. I'm like, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> with everybody on this podcast, look at their post. It's amazing. <laughs> I know a lot of people won't agree with it, but it was just nice to have like my revelation and then have this study come out like a lot very soon after pretty much. Um, I was super like yes this is exactly what I'm talking about <laughs> thank you it's quite convenient <laughs> um but yeah so and this had just been explained to my oh by my psychologist to me so he drew up like a diagram of the brain and I always make fun of his brains that he draws because it doesn't look like a brain at all <laughs> um kidney bean yeah, <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, kidney bean and a speech bubble sort of like a hybrid of both Yes. Um, but he drew it up and then he was explaining that, you know, you've got the um, emotional processing part of your brain mm -hmm. and like this is your brain here. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the motor part of your brain yes. and then it connects immediately to the spinal cord. Yes. And he's like, hello, it's all connected. 
connected and if it travels down that spinal cord mm-hmm. and then your body does what it needs to do <laughs> yeah so like it makes perfect sense um and yeah so having that study come out is really really great and it's good that people are open to it it's good that you know it's it's got nothing to do with you making stuff up you trying to seek attention um or you having like it's a nothing behavioral which is what Briar Rose actually uh Rosette she Laura we'll just call her Laura because we don't know whether it's Briar or Briar I think it's Briar <laughs> anyway I think it's, um I think it's Briar yeah yeah I think it's prior. Um, but, you know, um, I also have to remind people as well because there was another great post by Jess um, from England um, saying that she's going through an emotional journey too, so follow her um, mm. with um, her journey. Uh, and emotional journey with F&D is hard. And I, mm. you know, on Friday I went to my psychologist appointment um, it was an emotional one and boy, oh boy, it's like a F and D workout. Mm. Mm-hmm. And literally I felt like I was, and you know this too, cause I, I know that you feel this way, kicked in the guts, dragged through the trenches and you feel like, you know, feel like shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's not you even. just talking about that phys- very physical response to something that's emotional, something that's psychological, just proves that everything's connected. Everything's yeah. the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. Your brain and your body, it's pretty much the same thing. Mm. Um, and it's all working together and it all works as one um, and in sync. And yeah, like you going to, whether you have FND or not, you're going to see a psychologist or therapy, you're going to leave there probably very, very tired um, and probably needing a nap and yeah. very, yeah. <laughs> um, I did. <laughs> and you're probably going to, yeah. <laughs> but you're probably going to feel like some sort of like um, physical mm-hmm. response as well. So a stomach ache, you might have a headache, Um you know, so, and that's just because of like the anxiety that you've had from the emotional, you know, um, stuff that you've brought up, whatever yeah. that is. Um, and yeah, like it is, it's you, that's why it's so, so important that we need to stop seeing psychological as something that's like behavioral or on purpose or, you know, cause it's not, it's no. very, very physical. It's your body. Um, and this is a very, very physical condition. And we know that to a degree, your nervous system is damaged and it's not the same damage as stroke. Cause we know that by, you know, looking at scans and stuff, it's not, but you can call it damaged cause it is, it's, um, it's severely affected by what's happened, yeah. <laughs> whatever that is. Yeah. Um, um, cause we don't know what the cause, but it's rewired differently yeah. yeah it's dysfunctional yes whatever you want to call it <laughs> um and unfortunately it'll always be that way so when you get the diagnosis of fnd don't be discouraged don't be like oh they just think it's in my head because if it's a doctor that knows what they're talking about they know that it's not they know that it's a very physical thing um and, and that's the real. stigma yeah. yeah exactly that's the stigma that we want to get rid of because 
unfortunately some doctors still see it as the malingering and the you know all that sort of yeah exactly that all that sort of stupid stuff but someone who knows what they're talking about won't treat you like that so we need to find more of those people (laughs) um (laughs) oh dear which is a bit hard right now but hopefully in the near future it will be it will Mm. be now um is there questions for you well I have to read out the last questions, don't I? Because shall I press the button? Well, no, not yet, because I need to find. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to explain what happened while you were trying to find? So what happened? Well, I don't know what happened. We lost the recording or something of, because you had to do a separate recording. (laughs) No, what happened was like, there was a technical issue with, um, with the program that I used to edit and it actually lost the episode. So, um, yes. <laughs> and me trying to save, um, cause I took like just screenshots well, of the question, me trying to save storage on my phone. I deleted them. <laughs> but that's okay. I've got them here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh dear. All right. So, uh, when you're ready, let me know. Okay. So here is, uh, a segment of the segment of JJ segment that we now have. So now to the JJ segment Q and A. All right. Okay. Welcome to the first Q and A segment that we've ever pulled off. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so my. <laughs> so this segment is pretty much. I just want to explain it quickly. It's pretty much. Um, I will put on my Instagram story every week if anyone has any questions about FND, uh, whether they've got like a weird symptom that they want to know about, um, or if they just want to know something about me or Daddy. Um, doesn't matter. Ask away any sort of questions. So <laughs> the first question that we've got is from uh, equestrian underscore Spoonie. So that's Nell from the FND support services um, group. <laughs> um, so she has asked, um, have your passions in life grown or changed due to your diagnosis of FND? And yeah, that's a really, really good question. Um, and yeah, unfortunately they have. Um, so I'm also an equestrian too um and unfortunately I can't drive at the moment so I can't go see my horse and with my you know my seizures and all my problems um I'm yeah I struggle to see her as much as I want to and to ride and you know do all that fun stuff so that definitely has changed um I've even considered like I've had my horse for eight years but I've considered selling her because I want what's best for her. And that's awesome. That's I don't know why I was gonna say awesome. That's awful. No, it's awful. <laughs> I remember you awesome. saying this before and I was just saying I yeah. hate hearing this again. Like I know. Sad. Yeah, it's um mm, oh. yeah. I don't like it. I don't even when whenever like the topic comes up, I I feel like that defense come up. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to talk no, about it. No, I don't want to deal with no. it. <laughs> You know, yeah, whilst you were were talking about the car experience, I actually found the anthem to FND, a song. It's Mm -hmm. um, Fuck You by Lily Allen. (laughs) So while you're talking about the horse, I'm like, fuck you. 
Thank you very, very much. I'll link you in this episode. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sell the horse. Okay, I'll be quiet now. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's just, yeah, something I still am struggling to think about I don't I don't even really want to go there right now (laughs) um but my other passions are for writing um so even that has changed because with FND brain I find that when I'm trying to write my brain is very very muddled um trying to get back into that groove because when I write I kind of go into a a bit of like a trance I don't want to sound like a hippie but I do I just get (laughs) just get very like just (laughs) I do I just get like extremely um I love it yeah you go into a zone I just go into my zone it's good and I just and then I read back on like what I've written and I don't remember writing that you know like it's weird it's just a thing that I do but I can't I find myself struggling to do that now because my brain is different (laughs) um and I also find myself writing things that I don't mean to I remember I put up on my Instagram story I don't know if you saw it but it was I found it extremely funny because it was where (laughs) I was writing like a conversation between two characters and then one of the characters was talking about the other character's son and she's like um kids are resilient no, he's resilient or something and then I accidentally just wrote no <laughs> which was not a part of the conversation <laughs> but yeah it's they weird. also have a mind of their own okay and they're yeah. saying no then <laughs> no <laughs> I don't, I don't agree know it with very weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very strange experience but it made me laugh um so that has definitely changed like um my writing has a evolved I don't write as often as I want to because my body doesn't work as often as I want to um but other than that like I guess as well like my career um I was working in service New South Wales which if you're in Victoria like Daddy is it's the comparison of Vic Roads oh yeah um yeah so it's a government job and it was beautiful I loved it um and I had an awesome team but unfortunately, because, you know, of everything, I had to, I, I was like, it was like a mutual agreement of me just leaving. Um, and I thought that that was going to be like my career for at least like the next, you know, however many years, at least five years. Um, and that changed. I can't do, I can't do that. <laughs> um, so, you know, being a 26 year old and not really knowing what your career is going to be. I'm hoping it's going to be something to do with writing because I have recently sent a book off to a publisher. But, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. Hey, you just have to go with the flow, see where life takes you. Um, and, yeah, unfortunately, it's not what you expected to begin with, but that's okay. Like, that's pretty much what life is anyway, with or without FND. Mm-hmm. A lot of times things just change. Um, <clears throat> okay. So the next question is from Pinkspiration underscore fitness. Do you have to see a psychologist at the moment? I can't afford to see one. Um, I would say like you don't have to. Obviously, like no one's pointing a gun to your, <laughs> to your head going like, seeing a psychologist right now. I know sometimes it feels like maybe I Oh, my can. God, that's really horrifying. <laughs> that's the last thing you need when you're diagnosed with FND. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see one. <laughs> oh, 
No, but <laughs> um, it's definitely it's definitely helpful. <laughs> so, yeah. um, just like with anything, um, treating it in a holistic way is mm-hmm. the best way. Yes. Um, and finding what works for you. Um, if you're, I notice that you're currently doing a lot of physio stuff with you know, all your physical um, FND symptoms. So that's amazing. I think you should focus on that to begin with um, and just stay with that until you find like you're in a place where that you're comfortable with and you're, um, you know, ready to move on to the next course of treatment. I think doing um, too many treatments at the same time can be extremely overwhelming. Um, I know that it was for me. It was like every other day I had an appointment. I was like, mm, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I think that's well. See, the pressure was. Um, I don't know if it was for you or for me, but I heard that if you recovered quickly and within a space or period of six months, you had more of a likely um, chance of being in remission, right? Mm-hmm. And kicking the FND. So I was yes. like, I'm in a race. I'm in, yeah. I'm clapping my hands like, <laughs> I'm in a race. I'm yeah. in a race to kick this F&D and get back to normality. So I'll mm. do everything that I possibly can to get back. And, <laughs> you know, it just didn't pan out. I feel like they shouldn't way. tell people that, you know, no. like I feel like it, they shouldn't pressure them to no. get better in six months. Like that's just... Like if you get better, you get better. If you don't, you don't. You know, like I just, yeah, I don't think true. I agree yeah. with telling someone like you've got six months, quick, like you, you, you <laughs> got to do, do everything. You go. You've got to do OT. You've got to yeah. do. Yeah, no, but don't do that. And but that's also the nursing mentality of well, rehab includes mm, everything. True. Do it all. And yes. I also, when I first got diagnosed, I was told by the physiotherapist though. Hey, do all the exercises and everything, and you mm. should be right. You within two, three weeks, you'll be back to work and walking no. and talking. <laughs> I don't think that's that physio knew what they were talking about. <laughs> um, anyway. yeah, no. yeah, but I would highly recommend seeing a psychologist if they are very knowledgeable with F and D, yeah. because only because I've seen the amazing progress um, yeah. that you know. I've experienced but um when you can't afford it I don't know if you're in Australia but there are um the free visits that you can get apparently there's 20 at the moment with the mental health plan yeah there is Um, you can link it to um a condition yeah um, a mental condition and it doesn't have to be F and D. It can be anxiety, yeah. anxiety or depression. Depression. Mm. I'm yeah. talking your GP anyway. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be more than happy to. If you've got a good relationship with them, they'd be more than happy to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but that's only if you're in Australia. Um, if yeah. you're not, yeah, maybe just have a chat to your GP anyway. There could yeah. be something in your country that you don't know about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but the thing is, yeah, with a psychologist, um, definitely see one when you can, um, if you can, because I highly recommend it. I think um, you should look at the mental side of things with any sort of ailment that you have, let alone FND. Um, it's just extremely helpful. 
Also, um, if you are an FND Australia Support Services member, you can actually self-refer yourself to um, the counselling service mm. that they have. That's FND um, specialised that they're training up as well. So yes, yes, I forgot about that. That is a good option as well. They're yeah. really good. Yes, just plugging it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Plug okay. <laughs> So uh, this next username, I really hope I don't butcher it, but I think it's Bjorg Finboga. Oh, you're good. I hope so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, just got diagnosed with FND, I'm assuming, and I'm just starting to learn. Uh, what helped you most in the beginning? Um, well, I think researching it. I think learning about it. Um, and that was because I was forced to, because I was told by my neurologist to go home and Google it. So I had no choice. You had no choice. <laughs> yeah. She was physically told to. Actually, that's what my neurologist did is like, it's all on this website. And just yeah. handed it to me. So I was like, yeah. Oh, right. Like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. But no, I think like, because when you're first diagnosed with something, obviously you want to know what it is. Um, and I think even if your neurologist does tell you, if all if they do, if they don't, whatever. Either way, you still want to get your head around it. And because um, a lot of times, you know, they'll use like a lot of terms that you don't understand because they use their own jargon, um, like medical jargon and stuff. So I think just going on Google, looking it up, um, looking at other people's cases um, and what they experienced um, really, really helps you like just get your head around it. And just... um just being mindful of like your body being attuned into like how it responds to certain things. Cause um, I have found like a huge, huge change in my body, especially with like certain stimuli. Um, I get extremely overwhelmed by like loud noises and by flashing lights. And um, if I'm in like a room that's got heaps of people, like a noisy cafe or something, mm-hmm. I can't deal with it anymore. Um, no. So temperature, so, temperature fluctuates. Yeah, t- yeah, I, I've always had an issue with that because yeah. of my dysautonomia. But yeah, a temperature fluctuation is also a bad one. Mm-hmm. But um, I think like just, yeah, being attuned to your body, being attuned to like how it's responding to certain things, write things down um, and like your symptoms and just be like, okay, so like this is how, because like FND, like I feel like it's progressive, especially if you don't like get on top of it, which is like not your fault at all. But um, I feel like mine progressed like super fast. Like I was having like my tremors and I was having my seizures. And then like out of nowhere, I started getting like dystonia. And then out of nowhere, I was getting like my weird like double vision um, and then like my speech issues. And then now I've got swallowing issues. And like this is over the course of when was I diagnosed? In February? Was yes. it this year or last year? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, don't ask Dory. Dory the Explorer. Um, no, it was this year. It was I this think year. It was this year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this year. Yes, yeah, this year. Um, just wrapping your head around it. Um, definitely take notes about certain symptoms that you've got. I think that's like extremely important. Um, just to see like how your body is changing because I think at the beginning it's extremely progressive. Um, in like the first couple of months you'll probably get like a tidal wave of like really interesting symptoms. Mm -hmm. At least I did anyway. And I feel like, 
I feel like everyone, like most, mostly everyone does. Yes, we all do. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So just um, <laughs> buckle up. Don't get too worried about things. It's usually just your F and D. Um, but just be really attuned to your body. Be really mindful of like what's happening. Yeah. And yeah. you'll be okay, but definitely learn. Like, I think that's a really, really, really big one is don't just take like what your neurologist is saying, go and research yourself, um, make up be your, your own, own mind own about professional. it. Be your own yeah. professional with F and D. That's it. Yes. <sighs> okay. So the last question is from <clears throat> Hope for F and D. Mm-hmm. And she asked, do people use CBD oils to help manage FND symptoms? Does it help? Um, <clears throat> I don't know of anyone that does, but Chucky I think you do. Yeah, Chucky. Yeah, he Chucky would probably know. Chucky would be able to answer but, the question. And I am speaking with him tomorrow. Oh, good. So, Maybe ask yeah. him. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pass on this message on to Chucky. So Yeah. But I think it does help. I know it helps with seizures, like epileptic seizures. So it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if it helped with functional as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I would yeah. for sure. I, it, it would definitely help with pain as well because I know people take CBD for chronic pain. So any sort of pain that you've got from FND, I would say that would really help as well. But yeah, we'll, um, Daddy will talk to Chucky and hopefully he can yeah. shine a bit more light on that. Yeah. Definitely. I'll actually ask him tomorrow. And in um instagram this lovely lady from scotland she actually reached out sorry me no speak no english because (laughs) she reached out (laughs) she reached out to me um because she's been newly diagnosed recently so i've been trying to help her out but now she's asking a lot of questions i thought why not just ask here and we'll Mm -hmm. all pitch in together and help her out so she, um, Vanessa from L or Cecily. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. If I butchered you. <laughs> you definitely butchered that one. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to call you Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa from Scotland. Hello. Um, she has read the PDF file on, um, need that I have been posting up on the podcast. She said, she read through the PDF. It's been very helpful. Thank you. It mentions a card to let people know about seizures. I've asked the Facebook page too, but no one seems to know. And I found a wristband on FND action, but it's not necessarily something people will automatically look at. I have to answer the door alone because I zone out most of the time and I was looking for something quite obvious. Do you know what people wear? Like, do you wear a badge, a button, a card? Um, do people put on something on their door um, when mm. they have F and D and seizures? Now I have a carer, so um, so I don't really live alone. Um, so when they answer the door, it's usually Andy who answers the door. Um, and if I have a seizure, you know. But if you were living alone, I presume that would be something that you know you want people to know about. Um, mm, I know that sure. Maggie wears like, um, a band, a Medi band. Yeah. Um, you can get that. Um, yeah. I, um, if you get a, like an Apple watch, um, or something similar, like a full bracelet or something like that, smart um, you can program. Yeah. So you can program it to alert someone, um, that you've had a fall or that like, you know, 
something you're having a seizure yeah. um <clears throat> i would probably give that maybe to your neighbor if you can get into like good terms with your neighbor um that's mm. if you, like a family member or a partner or whatever can't get to you quickly mm. um because i've considered it because i am alone for most of the day because alec works every yeah. single day full time um sometimes he even works on a saturday too so six days of the week i will be alone for most of the day sometimes yeah. i will like go to my sister um or she'll pop by but yeah i have considered it the thing about putting something on the door i would worry about a bit just because it, that's telling anyone that you're vulnerable exactly that's um, what i was thinking like mm, mm, you're really- so that might be a bit scary yeah um but i mean like if you're in a I don't know, an okay neighbourhood maybe. <laughs> I know I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what you're but, like there in Scotland. but Yeah, that's it. That's it. But maybe you're quite right there. You know, let your neighbours and let them know what your situation is. Mm, you're in good yeah. with them too. Um, but I know other people wear lanyards. Yeah. Um, that just explain everything. Um, but, mm. yeah, I think, like, anyone knocking on your door, I think, I mean, a lot of time if I'm, like, can't get out of bed, I just ignore them. And they eventually go. <laughs> they eventually go away. <laughs> if it's important, they will come back. They yeah, will, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll, they'll leave a message or whatever. They'll yeah. leave a note. Or they'll um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like, I generally just make sure that you know the door's locked. I do have a German Shepherd on the property. Um, so <laughs> she's extremely friendly though, so it doesn't really help. But <laughs> she'll she'll wag her tail at the door and just be like, hi. <laughs> But you have an um, amazing neighbor though. Rhonda's amazing. Yeah, Rhonda is amazing. Yeah. But I I hate like uh troubling her because you know she's deaf and I don't I don't wanna I, and she's got uh type one diabetes as well. So I don't wanna like oh I don't want to put that on her and be like, hey, can you help me? <laughs> um but I mean if I really, really was struggling. I would definitely text her and be like, hey, are you home? Can you come over and help me, please? Yeah. Um, for sure. Because, yeah, she's wonderful and she would help me in a heartbeat. Um, but, yeah, she's um, – yeah, so it, it definitely pays to have a good relationship with your neighbour if you can. Yeah. Um, and just let them know. Get their phone number. Um, if you can afford it, get one of those band things or a smartwatch that you can set up that actually um, sends a text out to someone um whoever you choose um not just a random person <laughs> saying hey blah 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 needs help um yeah could you just imagine if a random person just texted you like can you Hello. help me just just needs help she's had a seizure this is an automated message <laughs> please please go to her house and help her goodness gracious <laughs> me with the superpower of chili <laughs> i just like yeah. I help you <laughs> <laughs> is there any chilies on the floor that's fine i will rub it in I'm my immune. eye yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't advise it i'm just i'm just someone just like from the f and d community running up to me and just going can i <laughs> no. you're just like <laughs> yes you can <laughs> Yeah. No. It's like a clockwork orange, but with chili. If I, if, if I ever meet you, no, don't come out with the jalapenos <laughs> and the red chilies. Just don't. No. I'm Ooh, not love up it. for that, all right? <laughs> I just realized I had one more question. 
I don't know oh. if I said that it, the last one was the last question. It's just one more. That's all right. It's, it, this is your segment. <laughs> I am going through my deletes. I'm apologizing to me. Because oh, I deleted the screenshots. Um, okay, so the last question is I from um, I Will Walk 500 Miles. <laughs> miles. I love that song. 2020. <laughs> I love that song too. I love that song. I might link that in. Scottish the- band, isn't it? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. No, I wake up. I will walk five. And I know I'm miles. gonna be. I'm gonna be yeah. the man that yeah, wakes yeah, up yeah, next yeah. to you. Hey. <laughs> when I get up, I know I'm gonna be. And I will walk five hundred miles. It doesn't work for the kilometers, though. Have you found that? It just doesn't work. Yeah. And I will walk 500 kilometers and I <laughs> Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, yeah, it doesn't. Oh. Okay, <clears throat> sorry about that. That weird right. little okay. uh, segue. But okay, so the question is, hi, Jess, when your endo symptoms flare, does it affect symptoms of your FND too? By golly gosh, it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, like insanely so. Uh-huh. Um. Unfortunately, yeah, when I'm on my period, which is when my endo, either on my period or when I'm ovulating is when my endo symptoms flare. Um, I, yeah, my, my FND is just like through the roof. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Um, She's emphasizing the point by smacking the table. (laughs) My golly gosh. It's through the roof. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My, my nerve pain gets really, really bad in my legs. Um, And... Yeah, I have drop attacks a lot more easy. I weirdly enough, I was talking to my psychologist about this because my seizures seem to be around my period, mm-hmm. and I was wondering if like hormonal fluctuations were a trigger of mine. Just oh. another like one of those Swiss cheese holes where someone, someone, <laughs> something falls through. Um, so I was really curious about that too because um, even like with my um, dysautonomia and like my vasovagal episodes they were always around my period. Um, and I think like pain was a big trigger, but I think um, the hormonal fluctuations as well was a huge one. But yeah, no, um, I will have drop attacks. I'll have all sorts of things going on <laughs> when my um, endo symptoms are flaring up. Um, my dystonia gets really bad, but it's all just, I think, I think the pain is just a really big trigger and the inflammation um is just yeah they all just they all trigger one another yeah (laughs) it's going but yeah no they definitely do that was actually a really good question because anyone else with endo or pcos or whatever probably knows exactly what i'm talking about um with fnd as well (laughs) yeah yeah well um and speaking of that kind of um topic as well uh i have an appointment with the obgyn coming up very soon. It's been recently yeah. scheduled. Um, yeah. I have had an interview with an FND who has been pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. And so that will be airing very soon. So expect to have some episodes with pregnancy and FND soon. Um, mm. Hoping to get that up and happening because it yeah, that's awesome. needs to be talked about. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, 100%, mm. definitely. Because I think, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's extremely important. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, it really, I mean, look, I was just talking to a friend of mine last night and I was saying to her, you know, it's not just my age group because she doesn't know much about f and I was like, you know, I, it's not just my age group that it affects. I mean, it affects young kids, but it also affects young people, old people. Mm. It doesn't discriminate. Yeah. And so it would um, affect people who are trying to have kids and who are trying to start mm. families as well. And um, it has to be treated, um, as I have discovered, it has to be treated as a condition that you have to approach with care and caution before, you you know, you you start having families. I mean, yes, you can get pregnant normally. Yeah. But because, you know, with FND, you are taking medication as well um, with your symptoms as well so and that can be harmful for pregnancies too so you have to that's exactly right yes and you have yeah. to actually pre-plan as well and yeah consult with everybody yeah and you got to prepare like just in case you know you have a drop attack or a seizure while pregnant like that's extremely dangerous yeah. um so yeah you do you have to be yeah. oh god ready for anything yeah. Um, and who knows if like pregnancy, like pregnancy hormones or whatever might exacerbate your FND symptoms. Like you don't know. I know pregnancy is really good for a lot of things though. Cause I know, I remember hearing stories about people with MS where they went into remission throughout their whole pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and people with endo, obviously they don't have um, as much endo symptoms because everything's leveled out and you don't have a lot of estrogen in your body and stuff. Um, and obviously you're not getting a period for nine months. <laughs> Um, so it'd be really interesting to see if F and D is one of those things that kind of gets just cools down. Well, I'd be actually pregnancy. interested if you're interested um, to talk to anyone who's pregnant with F and D. I'm calling it out here on the S um, on the JJ segment if you'd like. Um, mm. To anyone who's pregnant with F and D, um, what is your experience? Yeah, no, I would love to know because, like, I will eventually be doing be doing be getting pregnant in the next couple of years so i want to know i'm curious be doing it yeah i'll be doing it yeah <laughs> we're doing it to get it um so you know i mean for all those young women out there um or those families out there who are wanting to start um with fnd you know they're not much out there um we need to talk about this so let's talk um the call out out there if you if you guys know anyone who is pregnant who has fnd please let's hear your stories for sure yes super interested to hear about that thank you very yeah much. thank you everyone for all your questions oh, really good learning about you <laughs> oh yeah I'm not as boring as I at first appear to be, maybe. <laughs> or maybe I am. Oh, Lord. She even <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I do. Please come back. <laughs> and I'm just walking away. <laughs> <laughs> First FND podcast, and then the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys take care, everybody. And as always, sayonara. Always <laughs> 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 sayonara. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the JJ segment. Please subscribe to at Jet on Instagram and stay tuned to more JJ segments on the SMD podcast with Debbie. You can find more information on functional neurological disorder on these websites, www.neurosymptoms.org by Professor John Stone and also FND Australia Support Services at www.fndoz.org.au. Continue to be an FND warrior advocate and learn more about FND. The FND podcast is proud to be the FND Australian podcast series. Thanks for listening. Until next time.